Welcome. Welcome to Ketchup and Mustard, where we torture ourselves with ridiculous books, movies, and more. I'm Zoe, and this is Alexia. And yes, it's three years later, but don't don't add us about that, okay? We it's next week. What are you talking about? In our pocket dimension? <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. What are you guys talking about? It's literally like it's it's been a week. Twenty seventeen yeah. right now. Truly, it's been. A I, week. We, we are in twenty seventeen right now. We're in twenty seventeen. We know may what be covering. We may be covering stuff in the future, but that's regardless of the point. Okay. If anything, well, that, just because we know the future doesn't mean we're in the future. Like ex- exactly, duh. exactly. Anyway, <laughs> today. Continue the. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> today, Zoe is catching me up on um twenty twenty two's biggest uh movie rom com hit. Marry Me, starring marry what me, J-Lo and... Me, say yes, marry me, marry me, say yes. Yeah, starring, starring J-Lo and Owen Wilson. Oh, and Maluma, apparently. I keep hearing it on the radio that was like, hey, come watch our movie. It's starring me and Maluma, and it's like, is he if in I'm it? Being, <laughs> if I'm being real, I did not know who Maluma was before the movie, but yes, Maluma is very Maluma much is the guy who did um that song, Felices Los Cuatro. Okay. He's like, <laughs> and he also did um, Corazon. He was like, Como tu? no, that's not. That's. I don't know. He's good. He's very good in this he's movie, good. too. He's good. He has some As hits. Owen Wilson says in this movie, man, that guy can sing, which he does <laughs> say in this movie. <laughs> does he um, say wow? Mm, no. Aww. He, we... I think actually he does say wow once, but it's like it's late in the film and I'm not a hundred percent on that. Which in the spirit of the show I really should just full send it either way, but <laughs> I'm not hundred percent sure. Um anyways, welcome back everyone. Um yeah. I mean it's been it's been two weeks. It's just this episode got lost in the ether and mm-hmm. now it's just coming out. But I'm sure you guys were really sad about it, Miss all of all of you guys all, of, all you guys. of our fans just like us who have millions of adoring fans so does jlo in marry me let me get started okay so that's the lie jlo is a has been in the movie of course not not now oh my god her super bowl sorry go ahead Okay, so the film starts with, you know, like the Universal logo, but instead of the Universal song, it's like a marriage march. I don't know what it's called. Like the Here Comes the Bride. I think it's called Here Comes the Bride. Okay, well then it's called Here Comes the Bride. (laughs) um, And that's like over the logo. So it's kind of setting the tone. It's going to be a movie about marriage, obviously. Um, And then we quickly get a montage of like social media, like Instagram lives, um, and like news reporters talking and, and blah, 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 about international superstars, Kat Veldez, played by J-Lo, and Bastion, 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 are getting married on stage and debuting live their song, Marry Me, at the Marry Me concert in New York City. And they say, um, it's like the... It's like real news reporters, like the lady on the Today Show. She goes like, the whole world will be watching. 20 million people, including me. <laughs> um, which, also, it's like, is canonically in the Mary Mean universe, like, is there only 20 million people? Because they keep saying, like, the whole world is watching. 20 million people. 
How many so, is 20 know. million? Well, actually, no. That's like 10% of the United States, isn't it? Yeah, it's not. That's not I mean, a lot. It's not that many people, all things, like, it's not the whole world, you know? It's not even the whole of the United States, like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they picked that, I don't know why they, they could, you know, this is a fictional film, they could have literally said 7 billion people are watching, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we, it's the truth, because it's the film, but. Like, honestly, whatever. commit. <laughs> anyway, so, we get introduced to J-Lo, international superstar Kat Valdez, but I will interchangeably be referencing her as j-lo or cat valdez because um, it's j-lo it's both she's both because you watch the movie and you're not always like that's cat valdez sometimes you're like that's j-lo doing that stuff so anyways so her assistant's name is colin calloway no and i thought it no <laughs> it's not named colin calloway is are you calling me on that yeah i'm calling bluff <laughs> You're Colin Bluff. <laughs> no, his name is Colin Calloway. Damn it. It sounds like um, a fake name. It, well, you know, it, you know, it is a fake name because oh. this is a <laughs> fictional movie. That's <laughs> but, fair. That's fair. Anyway. I mean, maybe you're bamboozling me, you know? Well, that's the whole point. At times I will be. That's anyway, true. so he is played by Joe Sugg. Do you remember Joe Sugg? I feel like I do. I'm tempted to he look it like, up, but I'm pretty sure the click clack noise will make, will come through. Joe Sugg, he, like, um, he's, like, getting, kind of making his own way in, like, British comedies. Not the comedy scene. That's what else is he in? Is he, like, a curly-haired redhead? He's, no. You know, you know Zoella? Yeah? <laughs> Zoella's brother, Joe Sugg. I do not know Zoella's brother. I barely know Zoella. Well, he was, like, a YouTuber in his own right, and... I, I've, like, seen him on, um... Oh, that the, bitch! Like, Sorry, The comedy panel... Don't don't be looking things up anyway. I'm just looking I up saw him on the... Joe Sugg. Okay, I'm just... It's not in the spirit of the show, but go ahead. Anyways, so... Just I've seen him what he looks the, like. like. On the British, like, comedy panel shows. Like, I think he was on, like, What I Lied to You. But anyway... Sure. I guess he's just getting more famous again, which is kind of funny to me. So, she also has a couple other assistants who are played by random people. Sorry if you're one of those random people. You know what? Joe um, Sugg looks like he'd be named Colin Calloway. Doesn't he? Anyway, people are, like, getting her wedding gifts. All of her assistants are, like, doing everything for her. You know, she's mm -hmm. a superstar. And there's, like, an offhanded line. There's so many beautiful offhanded lines in this. Where she's like, somebody bought me a stove. Who thinks I don't have a stove? And then mm -hmm. Colin Calloway is like, whatever, donate it. Um, <laughs> also, everyone in this universe has a has the ringtone. Marry me, marry me, say yes. It's kind of like in an anime when like the only song is like the opener. <laughs> well, there's more songs, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm telling you that this this little jingle plays throughout the entire movie. Like... Everyone has that ringtone. Is that fake? <laughs> Are you calling me on it? Me, yes. It is. It is real. Every, Damn like, it! Everyone has that. Everyone whose phone rings has that ringtone. We so don't. It see is a like phone an anime. <laughs> it's more like an anime than you think. But we'll get to that at the very end. Hell um, yeah! Oh god. <laughs> there's also like there's like a marry me iPhone game that like kids are playing. Like it is a. It is a national sensation. It's an international, sorry, a worldwide sensation. Is the and iPhone I, game like Clash of Clans or Candy Crush? No, it's like the, it looks honestly like the Kim K game. Oh my god. No, there, like, that you know doesn't how, exist. Like, nope. 
No? No, I'm calling bluff on that yeah, shit. Yeah, you're right. That's There's so no suspicious. fucking way. You, you did not. <laughs> a Kim K game. Me, get me to the, like, I was going to say it's actually real, and I just haven't downloaded it yet, but I didn't even get that far. Absolutely so. not. First of all, you're going to make me want to fucking redownload that bullshit game. Second of all. I never played it. But, like, every YouTuber and every celebrity had the same, like, like had that same carbon copy game. Like, Dicky Minaj had a game that was exactly the same as that. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. No shade. You know? I played High School Story. Did too. you play High School Story? Oh, my <laughs> freaking God, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> you know, High School Story? No, no, because we're pausing this entire episode right now. Okay, I mean, this is going in the episode. High School Story literally stole my art as a 13-year-old. <gasps> what? I am not joking. So... <laughs> I, when I was 13 in middle school, I had high school story on my phone, and I was, like, the only one with, like, an iPod. It wasn't a phone, it was, like, an iPod. Mm -hmm. And I would let my friends, like, play on it all the time. And there was just, this was also when I was learning how to use Photoshop. And so I was like, oh, guys, like, what should I Photoshop? I want to, like, make something cute for my Tumblr. It is on my Tumblr. You can find it. I will link to it in the description of this podcast. You're going to tell them what your Tumblr is? Yeah, there's literally nothing embarrassing on there. That's fair. It's just, like, memes and stuff. <laughs> Anyways, besides this, this is probably the most embarrassing thing on there. Unless you find something new around, I don't know. But I made this Photoshop thing called Cat School Story, where basically it was, like, the poster of High School Story, but I Photoshopped everyone's head as a giant cat from the internet. And I changed <laughs> the logo to say Cat School Story, and it's kind of a shitty job, but I was learning how to use Photoshop. My friends love cats and they love high school stories, so I made it. I post this on Tumblr and I tag high school story because I wanted them to see it. I shouldn't have done that because they liked it. And then two weeks later, an update to the game was made called Mascots. And you know what these mascots look like. <gasps> they were exactly the same as the high school story characters, just with a giant cat head. Oh. I was never so my betrayed God. in my life. I was like, I did that. I made that. Like, there was no denial of it. Because it wasn't like even another animal. It wasn't like it was in the works before. It was like it was like the perfect amount of time for them to have put it into their like like for them to someone to pitch it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like it wasn't like the next day yeah so it still exists on the internet Mm -mm. there's there's time markings that is (sighs) sorry that really that really (laughs) horrifying (laughs) that got to me sorry about that it should that's horrible absolutely not i can't respect them anymore i can't believe i've never i guess it's never come up this feels like a story i would tell on this podcast (laughs) Oh, yeah. High school story. Personally villainized by them. Or they are villain. Personally victimized by high school victimized? story. They're villainized. Victimized. I'm victimized. You were victimized. They were villain. They were vilified. Thank you. I don't know how I've gotten this far as a screenwriting major and I don't even know <laughs> words. <laughs> anyway, let's get back into Marry Me. Let's after get that back into Brief Marry commercial me. break. So... Basically, the movie goes, like, like Joe Sugg goes, like, the whole, everyone in the world's gonna be watching. And then it cuts to Owen Wilson, which is, like, kind of, you know, movie talk, implying that he's not gonna be, he's not gonna be watching, you know? Mm -hmm. And Owen Wilson plays this, I literally love Owen Wilson's character so much. Like, I love him. He is named Charlie, 
he just looks like a guy, you know? He looks like a random dad. Um, they didn't really do anything to him. It's just Owen Wilson and some clothes, you know? <laughs> and he plays a math teacher. And he's packing lunch for him and his um, daughter, Lou, who she's a... She's, like, an incoming sixth grader, and basically he's, like, aren't you so excited that, like, you're finally going to be going to school with me, and, like, if you ever want to talk to me at school, like, you just let me know, like, it's going to be scary, because we're going to have, we're not going to be able to, like, be with each other or whatever, and she's, like, literally, I hate you, dad. Like, not really, but she's, like, she's, like, I want to be independent, you know? It's Mm -hmm. not, like, to the level that she's, like, edgy or something. That's good. But he's just a very caring dad. A little overbearing. Yeah, he's, like, I understand, I understand, but he's still, like... Like, for example, they, like, walk to school or whatever, and she's like, hey, Dad, I want to go ahead and, like, not walk into school with you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, yeah, to- I was going to say the same thing. Like, totally, <laughs> I was going to say that. So, like, you go ahead, and then she, like, runs off, and then he, like, yells to everyone, like, I love you. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God, Dad. But her name is Lou, um, which I think is short for Lucy, but even if it's not, that's a cool name. That is um, a cool name. Anyways, like, he's, he is the, he runs the math club, and he's like, you could join the math club, you're great at math, and she's like, I am not joining the math club. Like, but guess what, she, she joins, she joins the math club. Yo. Um, and she, he also, like, basically gets a random student to, um, like, help, like, not, like, be your friend, that sounds weird, but he, he's like, oh, this person will, like, show you around on the first day, because if he teaches these kids, he, like, knows the kids. Yeah. And so... <laughs> Then it cuts to him in class, and his math alon team is called the Coolidge Pythons, but Python is like P-I dash Yeah, like, yeah, I figured it was Pi. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's fake. Um, you made that up. What's their real name? <laughs> no, that's their real name. That's the their Coolidge real, that's Pythons. all they could think of? It's cute, and there's a little chant, and it goes, you may be good at football, you may be good at track, but when it comes to math clubs, you better watch your back, everyone chants, Coolidge, Pythons, attack, and everyone just hisses, and then- Oh, a python, like a snake. I fully just did not understand that fucking pun. Jeez. She went right over for a second there. Owen Wilson goes, what's our number? And then the kids all start reciting pie or whatever. That's really so, cute. Okay. It's like it's like really this movie's so cute. Like I wanted to hate on it, but like watching it a second time I was like actually I, I love this so much. <laughs> um all this okay, a weird thing is that all the scenes in the classroom for some reason are shot on this really 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 wide lens. Like basically like a wide lens would be like the opposite of it, it's like fisheye. It's like fisheye pretty much. Like, the edges, the edges of the lens are, like, distorted weirdly. And I don't know why they did this. Because normally, you shoot with a wide lens, obviously, like, narratively to show, like, someone's gone insane. You do a close-up of them with, like, a wide lens. Or, like, if you have a really small space and you want the space to look bigger, you'll use that. But, like, it didn't seem like it was a small space. So I really don't know why they did that, but it came off as... Look at you being a film major. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> No, but all all my film major friends were like, "What is what's happening here? Like, why why does it look like this?" That's like when we were, we were watching a uh, Dear Evan Hansen movie version, and my friend Ben, mm-hmm. who is also a film major, was like, "Why are they using a Hillcock zoom, or whatever it was?" What? Hitchcock, Hitchcock, fuck! Oh, oh, they did like a dolly zoom. Yeah, like a the Hitchcock zoom, and it was just like, "What is that? Is not like it's not." He wasn't even having like a panic attack in that moment. Like they just had a Hitchcock zoom for no reason. 
That's I'm pretty funny. sure it was that movie he was complaining about. I wish I didn't watch a video essay on that movie or else you could have done that movie for this. We really could have. So he has that one girl in his class, remember what I said, that was like shadowing, um, like showing her around, showing Lou around. Basically, he, like everyone else leaves and he's like, hey, whatever her name is, like, um, like how's Lou on her first day of school? Like she's really shy, no. And this girl's like, she's not shy. She's telling me all around about, and she said like this random dude's names. I literally cannot remember his name, but... It's, um, basically, she has been talking all day about her mom's new boyfriend. And Owen Wilson's like, oh, you don't have to tell me about that. And she's like, okay. And he's like, actually, can you tell me about that? <laughs> so, they show, basically, they do show pictures later in the film. And it's, like, weird to me because you think if, if, Okay, essentially, he's played by Bill Hader. And you'd think if you have a character <gasps> played by Bill Hader, you would, like, give him a scene to do something. What? But he's literally only in, like, pictures. It's so strange to me. They waste Bill Hader? They literally wasted Bill Hader. I hate but it. I'm essentially, sorry. I love that man so she much. She talks... <laughs> me too. She talks about, like, how Lou has been talking about how much fun she has with her new, like, with with this guy. I think his name is, like, Mike or something. And Owen Wilson's like, man, like, I'm not fun. She doesn't talk about me like that. He's really sad, right? So then the next scene is, like, he's in the stairwell. He's, um, he's spying, quote-unquote, on his daughter, but he's not really. He's just, like, chilling in the stairwell with um, his bestie guidance counselor friend, Parker, who is played by Sarah Silverman. Um, oh my god, it's like a tornado outside my apartment. Okay, anyways. I feel like I remember seeing Sarah Silverman in the trailer, so I cannot... You know what? I don't think the mom's boyfriend is Bill Hader. <laughs> no, he's not. I'm so Good. surprised I got you. <laughs> For a second, then I was sure like, you know gonna... what? I'm also outraged. And I was like, wait a second. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Why would it be fucking Bill Hader? I... <laughs> I did not think I was gonna get away with that one at all. I'm glad I got like five seconds at least. That was really funny. Um, yeah, that was a last minute lie I added. I'm like, I'm like, who can I add anyway? You appe- you appealed to my pathos or whatever the bullshit. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, so basically, Parker, who's Sarah Silverman, is his like bestie, guidance counselor, friend, and. She she's like, you're spying on your daughter, like, that's not setting a good example. And he's like, what kind of example are you showing? You're spying on the kids, too. Like, lol. Like, they're, they have witty banter or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm setting the best example with my look and my vibe alone. Um, She says that. She says vibe. That says the, yes. <laughs> she sets the scene right there. Mm-hmm. And um, then as they're waiting in the hallway, the, the glee club teacher comes by. Oh. And... N- no, that's not what they teach. <laughs> That is what they teach. Damn it. I've literally never heard an actual school call it the Glee Club. Well, this is not an actual school. This is the Marry Me School. But so. Like, where did that come from? Is that like a Midwest <laughs> thing? or Maybe, but this school's in New York, so I don't know. Anyway, so the Glee Club teacher is played by James Corden, and he has no, the it's not. tone. No, he's not. No, he's yeah, not. Yeah, he's not. Man, that would have been a good one for you to believe. <laughs> If I hadn't done the Bill Hader thing, you might have believed that. Yeah. Honestly, it was going to be either Bill Hader or James Corden. Maybe I could have believed James Corden. But I, no, because I wouldn't have believed it because I 
I've seen the trailer, unfortunately, because we didn't. I didn't know that this was what it was gonna do until last week. So I okay. saw the trailer. I had a pretty decent idea who was in it, and if James Corden was in this movie, he would have been in the trailer. So. That's true. Maybe they've started surprise bringing James Corden on us because they. They're know gonna him, have to start because yeah. they have to know. Yeah. Anyway. So, the Glee Club teacher, Mr. Pitts, I don't know the actor, I'm sorry for whoever you are, you were a very great actor and much, much better than James Corden. Um, he walks by and he has the Marry Me ringtone, and Parker's like, Sarah, Sil- Sarah Silverman, Parker, she's like, oh my god, like, I'm going to that concert, she's bragging, I'm go- she's going with her girlfriend and her girlfriend's ex-girlfriend, and they all have tickets together. To go to this concert. Oh my god. Aren't the LGBTQ so quirky? <laughs> literally this film. It, um, oh. But it makes sense why they'd make her gay. Because if they didn't make her gay. Making her gay is like, fine. I just hate it whenever they're like, oh yeah, they have such complex relationships. And it's just like, are you fucking kidding me? Have you seen a straight relationship? You guys hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at least they didn't try to like make her and Owen Wilson a thing. That would have pissed me off. That's fair. Um. Anyway, so during this conversation about Cat Valdez, Owen Wilson's eyes have like glazed over. Like he is not, <laughs> he does not know who this is, why this is, what's going on. He doesn't care. Okay, then we cut back to J Lo, and J Lo is on Facetime with Bastian, who he, he he like posts some cheesy like I love my future wife thing on Instagram, and they have this whole conversation where she's like she loves him but she's like honestly this whole like big concert thing feels like it's kind of getting out of hand mm-hmm. it's so big like wouldn't you rather just get like married on the beach or something and he's like no we gotta do this and she's like okay i love you so i'll do that and she's literally like getting a massage while she's on the facetime and <laughs> i can't even never mind never mind <laughs> were you gonna put in a weird lie what was the lie? Just out of curiosity, what were you about to sell to me? What were you about to sell? Sell it. Sell it. You know, rewind. Take it. Let me have it. Let me have it. I can't. I was gonna say that Howie Mandel was her masseuse. What the fuck, Zoe? And I just like, I think I just if I think that if I didn't do Bill Hader and James Corden, then maybe you'd believe that. But I just didn't have it in me to do that one. So I'm sorry to everyone for that. Um, anyway, wait, let me, I gotta mute this Discord chat just started. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm a gamer or whatever. I'm a gamer. We are just recording this on Discord because we're both super cool gamers. We're gamers or whatever. Did you um, know that 9 out of 10 gamers are gamers? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Owen Wilson, back to Owen Wilson, um, it's bedtime in the in the Wilson household. His name is his. I don't know what his last name is. His name is Charlie, but I don't know what his last name is. Anyways, so he's he's Lou is in bed and he's sitting instead of like reading a bedtime story to her, which he's way too old for that. He's just like sitting with her and like showing her like photos from when she was like younger with his ex wife, being like, "Look, we were like going scuba diving or something. Like, I look at how fun it, I can be." And she's like. <laughs> That's how fun you used to be. You used to be fun, but, like, now you're not fun anymore. God, Dad, why are you so depressed after your fucking divorce? Like, just get over it. he's like, he's like, I'm still fun. And then he tries to, like, explain that, like, well, it's kind of like our dog. And the dog's name is Alexia, which I thought was funny. No, it's fucking Um, not. Stop lying. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh man, yeah, the dog's name is Tank. Oh my god. <laughs> I just just like one day one day we will find my name in one of these things. And then you will never believe it. And then I will never believe it. And that will be the day you win. Yeah. I would pay anyway. money to see my name in a movie or a book because I truly don't think it would ever happen. That's your name isn't that uncommon. It's not that it's that uncommon. It's that uncommon in fiction. I should have said the dog was named Zoe. I feel like everyone's dog's named Zoe. If the dog was named Zoe, I would have believed it. <laughs> Dang it. We're rusty. Oh, it's okay. Game. Anyways, he starts explaining like, oh, like when our dog Tank used to be a puppy with with all he used to have all this energy and now that he's older he just doesn't have all the energy and now that he's like older and later in his life and then she's oh like god, oh my god is tank so dying <laughs> she's like is tank dying and he's like no 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 it's just a metaphor about how we have to like love people no matter and she's like dad can i just go to sleep man <laughs> and he's like okay and he he's like laying in bed and he can't sleep you know and we cut to j-lo and she's having, like, a late-night bath in her, like, fancy apartment or whatever. And she is she's watching Jimmy Fallon on TV. And, okay, Jimmy Fallon is, like, high-key the antagonist of this film, which is it's not Jimmy one of Fallon. my favorite things. It is Jimmy Fallon. No, it's fucking not. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, Jimmy Fallon is the one that, like, slaps his little hand on the desk, right? Because I always yes. get him... I was pretty sure that that one was him. Yeah, no, that is him. And the most unrealistic thing about this movie is that Jimmy Fallon does not laugh once. Jesus Christ. So, Jimmy Fallon, I'm sorry. I got too caught up in the Jimmy Fallon of it all. So, he... Jimmy Fallon is playing Jimmy Fallon, and he is the antagonist. He plays himself? Yes. He plays late-night talk show host Jimmy Fallon. See, that was another reason why I didn't believe James Corden, is because you'd mentioned that it was a real Today Show host. So... It made me think yeah. that this is somewhat grounded in reality. But either way, that's hilarious. How'd they get him to yeah. agree to that? <laughs> Money. That's Anyway, um, he is doing on the TV, like, a comedy monologue. Like, you know, in the beginning of a show, like, the comedy yeah. monologue. Basically how, like, Cat Valdez has gotten married so many times. Ha ha ha, let's make oh. fun of her. Let's shame Cat Valdez. And she's watching it, like, sad, you know? Yeah, me um, too. Also, I think what's really funny in this film, I should have mentioned this before, but, like, there are so many little dogs in this film. Like, I feel like every scene that's outside, there's just so many different dogs. I don't know why they were like, oh, we're in the city, we have to get extras that have, well, I guess they didn't get extras that had dogs, they got, like, dogs or whatever. Um, so I want to do a quick little quiz. How many dogs, how many dogs, here's the A, Like in the whole film, in the whole film. I counted. A, 20. B, 15. Mm-hmm. Or C, 47. 47. Now, How many sorry. is it? It was 20. That's such an even number. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of weird. That's why yeah. I picked 47. I was like, that's the only one that's like... Fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's kind of a quirky number. It's kind of a quirky no, but, like, number. <laughs> it was twenty dogs, but I was trying to like count when I thought it was like the same dog. I wouldn't count it again. Gotcha, so maybe gotcha, those gotcha. Were different dogs. Twenty dogs so is maybe... still a lot for one movie. Fuck. I know it was like that. Isn't about dogs. Yeah, that's weird. 
Yeah, I mean, they walked by the dog park at one point, so that was about, like, eight dogs there, so that got rid of some of them, but yeah. Yeah, anyway. Um, so the next day, because they just went to sleep, the next day is the day of Marry Me. And, um... Marry me, marry me, see, see, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it's so catchy. And the, anyways, they put up text that's like, the day of Marry Me. Um, and honestly, it like legitimately just scared me. It was kind of like Dawn of the Final boom, Day. Boom. Whatever. What is that from? Like a video game or something? I have I no know. clue. But you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Is that anyway, fake? So- no. That editing is fake. <laughs> yeah, that editing is fake. Yeah. I would put that in a movie because I think that's hilarious. But <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. So, but it is the day of marry me. So the next day at school, Sarah Silverman is like chatting with Owen Wilson in his um, classroom, and she's like, "Man, my girlfriend just broke up with me before our anniversary of three weeks. Um, it's a bummer." And then she's like, "Wait, Owen Wilson." I have these concert tickets. You should come to the concert, the Cat Beldas concert with me. And he's like, I don't go to concerts. Like, I'm boring and 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 I run math club. Um, and she's like, um, I have three tickets, so you can bring Lou. Um, and he's like, well, I do want to prove to her that I'm fun. So he agrees. There you of go. Course. That's how he gets so... there. And that's why he has the sign. Because mm. she has the sign. I was mm-hmm. wondering, like... Because I figured from the trailer that it looked like he had gone there with his daughter. But then I was like, why would his daughter have a sign that says, hey, cat, marry me instead? Yeah, well, the sign just says marry me on it, which kind of would make sense that a kid... I mean, because it's like the name of the concert is the marry me concert. If it's like the marry me concert... I don't but it would make know. a lot more sense that his, like, gay friend yeah, like, marry me, or whatever, you know. Um, so, the concert, epic. J-Lo is performing this very, like, sexual song about church, where the backup singers are all it's not dressed, about like, church. sexy. Yes, it is about church. <gasps> it is. <laughs> the song is like, you make me feel like I'm in church with you. Oh, so it's like a take me to church type thing. Mm, Not at all like take me to church, though. It's like a pop song. Oh, but like take me to church vibes in the sense of it's like, I worship you. Yeah, well, yeah, sure. Um, (laughs) And she's dressed like a sexy cross. Like she, her outfit is basically like a What the fuck? No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. (laughs) It literally is. (laughs) It is. Anyway. Oh, my um, God. So, oh, she, she also says, like, <laughs> she, after the song's over, she goes, are there any Latinas in the house? Woo! <laughs> people cheer, which I just thought was funny. Like, okay. Golden you know? Cross. Yeah, that's going to go over well with us. Uh-huh. Anyway, so Owen Wilson is kind of like the dad at the Jonas Brothers concert, you know? Like, he's like just mm-hmm. there he's not really enjoying himself but he's there to support his daughter and his friend um and parker as you know she gets she's very excited she has that big sign that says marry me really big with the hearts you know mm-hmm. and at one point she goes to instagram live to like brag to her ex um girlfriend that she's like at the concert or whatever and she's like oh can you hold this for a second yeah so now owen wilson's holding the sign right? Mm-hmm. So another highlight of the concert is Bastion comes out 
um, wearing this, like, cool jumpsuit, and Owen Wilson literally goes to Parker and his daughter and goes, oh, I guess I should have worn my onesie. <laughs> and then he chuckles. Um, and, yeah. Wait, so is you Bastion know. the guy that J-Lo's gonna marry? Yes. Okay. So he is there. Yeah. So they're both performing, like, like she performs and he she goes backstage. So she's backstage right now and he's performing. Okay, okay. So while she's performing backstage, things are going cuckoo crazy. Um because basically Joe Sugg's like what's going on and someone's like check the news article or whatever. And he checks the news article going viral as Bastion is like performing on stage and right as Jayla was about to go up, like she's literally on like the platform that like raises you up, you know, and it hasn't raised her up yet. And she, um, she's like, I want to see, like, why are the vibes off down here? Like, what's going on She does not say, why are the vibes off? Okay, she doesn't say that I was trying to (laughs) hyperbolize. That wasn't me actually trying to say that she said that. Um, but she's like, something's wrong. Like, what's going on? He's like, no, just go perform. Just like, no, just go perform. She's like, tell me and give me your phone. Give me your phone. And then he gives her your phone and she sees that on the phone is Bastian and one of her assistants <gasps> making out. And it's like a it's like a news story like Bastian's cheating on um Cat Valdez or whatever. Mm-hmm. And as she sees this, the platform starts moving up, putting her on the stage, and she just drops the phone and it falls down and she goes onto the stage and everyone in the audience is chanting like Marry me, Let's marry, marry me, me, marry me, marry me, say it. Except for own <laughs> Except for Owen Wilson, because he's fully just standing there. Yeah. He, his mind his mind is somewhere else. I don't know what he's thinking about. Um, so, obviously, she's, like, really sad on stage. And she's like, stop the music, stop the music, turn up the house lights. Um, she trips a little going down the stairs. Everyone's like, <gasps> and everyone's like, we love you, Kat. You're a goddess. And she gives this whole speech about love. And Bastion is backstage talking to Joe Sugg and is like, I didn't know she was going to give this speech. I didn't know she was going to, like, bring the house lights up. This is so beautiful. And Joe Sugg is like, you didn't know about this either, huh? And shows him the article. And Bastion's like, oh, you know? And then it cuts back to J-Lo, who's giving this speech about how, like, love is, like, a lie that she, like, tells herself. And she's, like, really sad. (laughs) Um, And as, as that's happening, she sees Owen Wilson in the audience He's literally just standing there zoned out. Actually, he looks like he's zoned out, but upon second watch, he is kind of, like, watching her and is, like, deeply, like, like listening to what she's saying versus everyone else that's cheering, but he really is the only one so who's he's, just, like, like, standing listening, there. So he's, like, listening, but then, like, he's zoning out because he's, like, thinking of it, how it applies to his own life. Yeah, maybe. He's just, he is, does seem like he's very emotionally connected with, like, the words she's saying, but, like, not, like, in a way that she's, like, a pop star, you know? Yeah. Um... And so, basically, he sees, where am I in my notes? Yeah, he sees her, she sees him, sorry, she sees him holding the marry me sign. And she goes like, say yes, why not? Sure, I'll marry you. And then she points and she goes, you. And he's literally like, uh, he's like the standing dude emoji, like he's just like standing there. And, and like the cameras, like the, like, cameras that project on the stage you know Mm -hmm. they like start pointing at him and lou is like dad that's you and then you hear in the audience some random dude going i thought it would be bastion but it's some just some guy wearing a windbreaker and his daughter and parker just like push him to the stage and everyone's like no way some guy guy? wearing a windbreaker windbreaker guy is gonna be his name i would have said blonde bitch 
Yeah, it's just some long bitch. No, it's it's just some guy wearing a windbreaker. Just some um, guy wearing a and windbreaker. Every and the way that this movie works is like they'll show like Instagram lives like overlaying over things. Oh which honestly, my they god, they do it kind of well. Like I know it can be cringy, but in this movie, it the way that this movie relies on social media makes sense for the plot. So I will. That's it fair. That. Um. Anyways, you see a bunch of comments. I swear to God, on the second watch, somebody put in the reference to that old Instagram meme that someone com. You know that, the damn Nikki those Bobbies meme. No, it's like cool. You don't know that one. Mm-mm. It's like an old Nicki Minaj meme where some kid like commented on Nikki's post, just saying "damn Nikki those Bobbies," and like mm-hmm. none of them are like. Like, it literally, like, <laughs> it's, like, literally a stupid meme. But, like, I swear to God, I missed it the first time. But when it was scrolling, I saw it. It was pretty funny. I anyway. will hesitate to believe you, but I will bookmark this in case okay. I decide later. But, anyways, there's all sorts of, like, emojis and, like, is this a dream? It's a nightmare. Like, all these things in the chat. Um, and the marriage march, the here comes the bride, like, that song that plays again. And the guy, the officiator on stage, goes like, do you, Cat Peltis, take this guy to be your lawfully wedded husband? Damn. Think hard. And she goes, I do. And then he goes, and do you, some guy, take some Kat guy. to be your lawfully no, wedded No, he probably wife? leans in and is like, hey, what's your name, buddy? <laughs> Are you calling me on that? I'm calling you on that. I don't think... No, he says, and do you, some guy. <laughs> a marriage is legal if you refer to the other one as some guy that is touched upon in a, in the next like see, not the next scene but like when they're like it's not even like we have to do the paperwork or whatever and okay whatever. like it's not technically like they're not literally married after this but it is kind of like socially in the public's eye they are so legally they're not you have a good point mm-hmm. anyways he goes do you some guy take cat to be your lawfully wedded wife and there's a long pause and he goes Okay. And then he goes... Because he's the fun dad now. Yeah, he goes, I now declare you husband and wife. And then they make out, man. That's their first kiss. It's kind of a good kiss. Do they actually kiss? Yeah. Damn, okay. It's a kiss, too. Um, And Joe Sugg is watching, and he's like, uh, what's going on? Because he's like her manager, so Mm -hmm. he's like... Wait, I didn't clear that. that's gonna be weird PR, you know, and his daughter and Parker are watching, and his daughter's like, you're so cool, dad. I mean, she doesn't say that, but she's like, oh my god, like, she clearly is like, you're so cool, dad, you know? (laughs) Um, And then they go backstage together, like, cuts to them backstage together, like, walking. It's, like, really chaotic, and Bastion is calling her crazy, saying that that kiss, the, the making out with the assistant, it was nothing, and they get into this huge fight, and Owen Wilson, like, breaks it up, and Bastion is like, who the hell are you? Some fan? And Owen Wilson's like, I'm not a fan. Well, I guess now I'm a fan, but, <laughs> but I wasn't a fan. <laughs> Which is like, that's true, but that's kind of awkward. But like, hey, Foley was not before, if that makes yeah, you feel better. Yeah, his, like, <laughs> he's literally like, are you some fan? He's like, no, I'm not a fan. And she's right there. <laughs> anyway. So now they're in the fancy car leaving. It's Owen Wilson and J-Lo, like, sitting in the car together. And honestly, like, he's really just talking to her like she's a regular human being, which I'm sure she's not used to. And he's basically like, you deserve so much better than a guy who's, like, cheating on you. And he tries to, like, joke that, like, he's gonna, he's like, oh, I'm sure he's gonna age really badly. And then J-Lo just goes like, no, he's not. And he's like, yeah, you know, he's probably gonna get better looking. And 
Owen Wilson's like, are you going to be okay? And then she's just like, Jeff will take you home. But essentially, in this scene, Owen Wilson really establishes himself as just like the most regular nice guy ever. Like, he's so nice. That's good. Anyways, Parker, Sarah Silverman, calls him and is like, you are everywhere, Owen Wilson. You're on social media and you're on television. He's like, television? And then it cuts to inside J-Lo's house. Um, the TV's back on. Guess who's on the TV, baby? Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> oh, and Jimmy God. Fallon, and he's like, this is bullshit. This is a PR move. <laughs> no, he's literally making jokes about like how... She just married some random dude in the audience, like, making fun of Owen Wilson, then being like, and then on the way home, she broke up with him and married the Uber driver, and then on the honeymoon, she broke up and married Aww. this, and she, he's just, like, making fun of her for, like, marrying people on the, on a whim. And JLo's, like, so sad, and she's crying, and she's, like, telling Joe Sugg, like, why do I always pick the wrong guy? I let everyone down. And mm-hmm. Joe Sugg's like, no, 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 you didn't. We'll figure it out. Like, I promise. Yeah, so, essentially, the next day, she's doing yoga in her little, like, penthouse apartment, and she is like not letting bastion get through her assistance like she's like i don't want to hear from him blocked and reported she doesn't say that but essentially that's the gist um and joe sug did he's like i did a bit of digging and you're like on it he's like honestly out of all the random people you could have chosen this is like the cleanest cut guy like he is a math teacher he is uncontroversial he's like never been arrested whatever we literally we could probably just pay him some money make him sign an nda and be done with it he's not gonna care and she's like no i want to stay married to him he's and nice she, he's like okay but did yeah, you ask she, owen wilson that <laughs> yeah well she wants to stay married to him not so much because he's nice but because of like it's clear this because of all the stuff jimmy fallon was saying of like she's just gonna break up with him you know mm-hmm. she's just having like a panic attack you know she's just like having a nervous breakdown and like marrying someone you know yeah and the joe sog's like this is a manic response for a strange situation she's like no i gotta stick with it because people will think i'm crazy if we just break up immediately and he's like people will think you're crazier if you break up with him but you'll start people are still gonna think you're crazy either way but fine (laughs) and she's like nothing else has worked maybe this will work and she goes you know what they say to do when your car is skidding out of control hit the gas and turn into it oh god that is not is that what you do yeah that's what you do (laughs) okay i didn't know that you're supposed to do that but (laughs) well now you know now i know marry me so owen wilson cut to owen wilson i would marry you zoe (laughs) thanks marry me marry me marry marry me Um, so, Owen Wilson, cut to Owen Wilson with Joe Sugg. Owen Wilson's like, you want me to get married for real? Like, look, I was just trying to help someone who was in the middle of a nervous breakdown. Like, I don't even know her. Like, I was just trying to be a nice dude. I just going with it. But, like, I don't know who this, I don't know her. And, and Joe Sugg, like, pitches her, like, says, like, she's a really great person underneath all the, like, celebrity stuff. Like, she's genuinely a good person. And it would just be three months. And then they could get divorced. But she just wants to stick with it for at least three months. It was her idea. And Parker, who was just randomly sleeping on his couch, is like, do it. Like, essentially, essentially, he starts trying to offer Owen Wilson money. And Parker wakes up and is like, don't, don't offer him money. Like, he doesn't care about that. Offer him, like, fundraising for his math club. Like, he'll go for that. That is money. And he's like, shut up. <laughs> like, like, no, but just, like, offering him money. Like, offering him, like, a fundraising event for his math club or something like that. <laughs> um, and then Joe Sugg is like, uh, who are you? Are you guys, like, a couple? And she's like, ew, no. Ew, gross. So we're not. <laughs> 
Um, but anyways, he's apprehensive, but they promise that it won't infringe on his life whatsoever, so he does. And then it cuts to a very hustle and bustle first day, Charlie and the crazy life of Cat. Um, they're like trying to schedule him for the Today Show, but he doesn't even check his email. He doesn't have a schedule. He doesn't have an iPhone. He doesn't really do anything besides math club. And so he's like, I can't do the Today Show thing because I have math club. And That's a like, dream life you right don't... there. Not having yeah. an iPhone and then just being like, all I do is math <laughs> club, man. Yeah. And she's like, you don't move the Today Show. You move your other thing. And he's like, I don't care. Like, I'm not moving math club for the Today <laughs> Show. Um, and then... It's, like, basically, like, he just watches, like, J-Lo has to go do a product placement, and, like, he's getting his makeup done, he's watching her do this product placement and being, like, a corporate shill, and he's, like, judging her. She's, like, literally shilling for, like, a, like, marry me NFT. It's, like, actually (laughs) horrible. No, she's not. And There's not NFTs in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Dang it, yeah. She's shilling for Vitamix. (laughs) I don't know how much Vitamix paid, but she's shilling for Vitamix. Anyway... He is like, hey, I think I'm, I think I need to leave. Like, this is not the life for me. I don't think this is going to be work out. I don't want to be negative, but like, it's not going to work out. I'm not a social media person. And he's like, he's like dissing like social media and stuff. And Parker literally says, I'm so glad I came to your TED talk. (laughs) And she's like, she like pushes him to actually keep going with it. And at some point, like, him and J-Lo talk on, in, like, the hallway. They're going to a press conference where they're going to talk to all the media. And it's, like, actually kind of cute, like, talking to each other. She's just, like, be yourself, like... And at the press conference, they cover for each other. When one of them is, like, stumbling on an answer, the other one, like, jumps in. And they charm the crowd. And, like, there's this one moment where the crowd... One of the reporters is like, Charlie, this is your second marriage. You don't want to fail again. Jesus. And he's, and he's like, you know, he's like, they're like thinking about the answer. Like he's, he's just like, um, really taken aback, shocked and doesn't, can't think of anything. And JLo like comes in with like, Hey, life is all about failing. You should know that from your time at CNBC. Oh shit. <laughs> she like fully just disses this reporter. Okay. And he's like, ha ha ha. Anyways, it goes super well. They like charm everyone. Everyone loves them. And he, afterwards, he's like, do you ever get used to this? And she's like, no, some days you feel like a panda in a zoo. She's like, okay, well, I'm off to London for a meeting. And he's like, oh, I'm off to my apartment for a dog. Pretty much sums it up. Um, And he pulls out his flip phone. And her assistant goes like, OMG, you can't even text with that. And he goes, OMG, I can. Just very slowly. (laughs) Which I found actually funny. Um, anyways, the next scene is him walking the dog with Parker. And I didn't notice this on the first watch, but on the second watch, the scene, like, the uh, the dialogue that it trails in with, honestly, like, the little dialogue that you don't really hear on a normal watch is so funny. He, she's literally saying, like, you have kind of, like, an offbeat look. Like, like you're hot, but, like, in an offbeat way. And he's like, offbeat? What does that mean? It means you're not. In- <laughs> exactly. And then it's interrupted by, like, a mob of paparazzi. And in order to get the paparazzi to leave, Parker's like, I got this. And she literally pretends to poop, like to take a poo no, in she the doesn't. ground Absolutely to scare not. them away. Absolutely not. Are you calling me on that? Yes. No, she does. Ew. And for some reason it works because why would paparazzi leave? I don't understand. You think they'd be like, crazy friend of Charlie takes poop in ground. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, she does it. I would she, think. like, pretends to. Whatever. Um, then it cuts to Lou and Owen Wilson at, eating dinner together in front of their TV watching a na- nature documentary. And Lou is on the phone, like, watching the Vitamix commercial. And she's, <laughs> like... She's, he goes like, no technology while we eat. And she's like, what's that? Points to the TV. And he's like, I call that a nature documentary so we can travel while we eat. And, um, basically Lou is like, oh, is Kat my stepmom? Oh my God. And he's like, this isn't real. Like, it's not real. Like, we're not really married, Lou. And she's like, I don't know, dad. I think this whole experience is really good for you. (laughs) And also he has an iPhone now. Um... (laughs) Then they have a cute little bowling date, him and J-Lo. And it's funny because Owen Wilson, like, assumes that J-Lo doesn't know how to bowl. And she's like, oh, yeah, I don't know how. Teach me. And he, like, teaches her, like, how to do it. And then she gets a strike and she, like, laughs at him. And she's like, yeah, I know how to bowl, you idiot. And he's like, ha, 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 you got me with your little rope-a-dope. And I'm like, what are you talking about, What the fuck is that? (laughs) I don't know. Um, anyways, he's like, I gotta go early, I gotta go take care of my dog, and J-Lo is like, the rest of, basically the rest of the team's like, we're going to a party, and J-Lo's like, actually, can I come help you with your dog? Like, can I come see your house? And he's like, I guess so. So, it's like him and J-Lo and a random cameraman comes, and honestly, his house is so nice. Like, he should not be able to to afford that nice of a house on a teacher salary, on a single parent salary in New York City. It is a nice house. But he's like Cat Valdez. I feel like you're never alone. Um, but she's like, I'm alone. Look, I, like, I'm alone right now. And he's like, there's literally a cameraman here, like, vlogging for you. And she's like, okay, I'll tell him I gotta leave. And then the two of them are alone. And they become a little more friends. And... Yeah, it's literally, I wrote here, I literally love Charlie so much because he basically talks about how much it breaks his heart that, like, his daughter's, like, growing up and, like, she doesn't want, like, hugs anymore. And they talk about, like, his ex-marriage and how it was actually, like, a good marriage, but she he felt like she didn't like him and, like, so he broke it off. And um, Kat Valdez talks about how she's gotten married. And he's like, haven't you gotten married, like... And he names a number of times, and she's like, no, it's this. So, how many times has Kat Valdez gotten married? A, seven, B, four, C, two, or D, 17? Keep in mind, this is the movie Marry Me. It's four. Wow, yeah, it is. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> wow. Um, okay, and then they go for a little, like, they're walking the dog together, and it's pretty cute. But the thing that's funny about this scene of them walking the dog together, because it is kind of a cute little conversation where they get to know each other better. Literally, there's a wide shot of the two of them where the dog, like, doesn't want to move, because he's, like, uh, he's, like, a big, fat, like, uh, uh, bulldog. (laughs) The wide shot, the dog is the fakest-looking dog I've ever seen. I don't know why they did that, but it's so funny. Like, they just cut to a wide and it's a decoy dog <laughs> for no reason. So, essentially, she opens up about how she's sad because she doesn't have any, like, she feels she doesn't have credibility. And she kind of, like, says the stuff that, like, Jimmy Fallon says about her. Um, and how she's never won any awards ever. Basically, that, like, will come back later. Okay, okay. But But the two of them, the two of them, they hit it off. Um, and then it starts a little montage of, like, life going good 
you know, it's it's Owen Wilson run, running from the paparazzi, like, <laughs> Austin Powers, and, like, the opening of Austin Powers, yeah. and then Parker, like, fire extinguishes them, and there's oh, a new Cat Valdez Fire extinguishes them? Over. What the fuck does that mean? Like, she shoots a fire extinguisher at them. No, why would she do that? I don't think that happens. That does happen. I couldn't tell you. Why would know, she... <laughs> I don't know, man. Because they're just that um, hot, apparently. No, she fire extinguishes the paparazzi. Oh, the paparazzi. I thought she threw that at, like, Owen Wilson and Kat. No, no, no. He runs past her, and then she jumps out from the behind the thing. And, like, See, that makes stuff. a little bit more sense. Okay, and then um, Owen Wilson is, like, kind of learning how to love the life. There's a moment where they have, like, a little phone call where, like, she's in, like, I don't remember what country she's in, but they're, like, calling at night, and she's like, oh my god, are you going to bed right now? It's like 8 p.m. And he's like, yeah, why not? <laughs> and he's brushing his teeth. And I swear to god, he drinks the mouthwash. Maybe it's supposed to be water, but he just certainly does not spit out the toothpaste. <laughs> he does not. So he, he just he full swallows. He fully just, like, brushes his teeth, puts the toothbrush down, takes a cup of liquid, drinks it, swallows it continues on with his follow me follow me tiktok sorry <laughs> um there's also some other stuff in the montage there's sarah silverman going like um oh my god there's a picture of of you buying her a pregnancy test charlie and he's like oh that was a stool softener for tank the dog like well, that's always fun that was yeah so it's like the paparazzi is like following his life now then they're at a photo shoot, like a red carpet, and Bastion comes up, and he's like, no hard feelings, right? And Charlie's like, no feelings at all. And he speaks to J-Lo in Spanish and basically says, like, like I have a beach house in Puerto Rico I want you to come to and we can, like, figure things out. And Owen Wilson goes like, hmm, my, my Spanish is a little rusty, but I think he said you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen, and I'm such an idiot, and why did I get that neck tattoo, and um, <laughs> blah, 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 you know, and he's like, are you good? And she's like, I'm good. So it's like, they're so cute together. That's nice. Basically, she goes to Paris, but she decides that she just misses Owen Wilson so much that she comes back early and interrupts his entire, like, mock mathalon training at school, and she finally... Yeah, she finally meets Lou, and so now we get this B-plot where Lou is super nervous about going on stage and, like, doing the, the math stuff. Like, like it's like, um, you know when Mean Girls at the end when she's, like, she's doing the math, like, so that's yeah, thing, yeah. like math on stage. Um, so essentially, Lou is, like, known as, like, someone who chokes on stage. Like, in a later scene, kids will, like, make fun of her for it. And Kat is like, hey, like, I get nervous, too. And she, like, pulls up a clip of her, like, completely, like, flubbing on stage. And she's like, look, like, that happened to me. Those are my own lyrics. But what I've learned to do is, like, if I learn a really complicated dance, then I'm focusing on the dance instead of getting in my own head. And so she's like, let's all learn a dance routine, and that'll help you. And so they all learn a dance routine, and they're, like, doing math as they, like, do the dance routine, and it's really cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and now they go to Kat's house. So Lou and Owen Wilson are at Kat's house. Eventually, like, Lou, like, leaves off to go, like, she's still in the house, but it's a big house. So she goes uh, into a different room, and it's just J-Lo and Owen Wilson talking. And J-Lo's, like, relaxing, you know? So she takes off, like, a single hair extension. And it goes on the table, and then it falls on the ground. And Owen Wilson catches it from the corner of his eye. No. I guess it's not it's a like, hair extension. 
there might be something, but this is not a hair extension that just falls it on is, the ground. It is, it is a hair extension. Absolutely This is probably my not. favorite part of the whole movie. That's so It weird. is a hair extension, and it falls on the ground, and Owen Wilson catches it from the corner of his eye, and he starts stomping on it. Like, he thinks it's, like, a bug or something? I don't know. Okay, And he that, just, like, stomps oh, sure, on whatever. it with all of it. Like, it's, it's, like, he's really stomping on it, and then he pivots into a conversation with no acknowledgement. Of him just doing that at all from either of them. It was the most funny and confusing moment of the entire film. It almost seems like they cut out the acknowledgement of it or something because it was just like, what? It was just like, you, like what just happened in this scene? Anyway, um, so she's clearly thinking back because she's like, oh, I'm going to go to like Puerto Rico to like hang out with a friend. And he's like, okay, like I, if you want to be with Bastion... That's fine. Yeah. Like, if you think Bastion's the person you're supposed to be with, hell, I'll drive you to the airport. But he's like, I was kind of hoping that you wanted to go to the school semi-formal as a chaperone, because we could use more chaperones. Oh, my God. And she's like, are you asking me to the school dance? And he's like, kind of, yeah. Kind of. Yeah, he's like, I don't know, I didn't have a locker to, like, s- slip a note in, so... Anyway, so they go to the dance, and there's, like, no phones a lot of the dance because it's so that no one's, like, taking videos of her. Mm -hmm. And she walks in, and the Glee Club starts performing Marry Me for her. Um, No, they don't. No, they don't. Yes, they they do. They do. And I'm, like, when I watched this for the first time, I was, like, this is such an odd choice because, theoretically, like, this song is kind of traumatic for her. I was also thinking that this could be potentially traumatic for her, but also it's really cute. (laughs) Okay. But, basically, Mr. Pitts, the Glee Club teacher from earlier, not James Corden, Mm -hmm. um, is, like, guiding them or whatever. He's not, like, conducting them. I don't know what he's doing because he's just, like, standing there, but... One of the girls goes like, I'm hungry, Mr. Pitts. Can we stop? And he's like, keep singing. <laughs> Which I thought was very Glee Club. And basically, he like is being like, I'm a, I'm a fellow like musical artist or whatever. Like, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, okay, whatever. And then later in the dance, she performs a song. She's like, I'm going to perform one of my old songs because I'm sure you guys want that. Because everyone's like, woo, we love you, Cat Valdez. Mm-hmm. And she's like, does anyone know the chords for this? Like, on the guitar. And the Glee Club teacher does, and so his, like, his dreams come true. He gets to perform with Cat Valdez, like, playing the guitar. Mm-hmm. Then it's the walk home. Owen Wilson is walking up, walking walking out with J-Lo, and they're opening up to each other some more. He opens up about his mother that, like, recently died, and how they used to, like, listen to Annie together. Like, her, his mom was a big fan of musicals. Uh-huh. And it cuts then to their apartment. And let me tell you, this is the most beautifully lit scene in the entire movie. It's, like, <laughs> late night. This could be, an a, like, a better movie. Like, this scene. <laughs> late night, a record is playing of, like, Tomorrow from Annie. So it's, like, kind of cute. Aww. It's beautiful and, like... He loves this song. He's just listening to it to remember his mom. And she's like, hey, like, do you want to, like, dance? And so then they start, like, to slow dance. And he's like, shouldn't we be listening to, like, Drake or something? Like, whatever you listen to when what you're about to. What the fuck? He's like, whatever you listen to when you're about to. And she goes, to what? And he's like, well, I don't want to presume I'm about to have the best night of my life. But I don't want to do it to Annie. <laughs> and then she's like... I think it's romantic or whatever. Um, but it is actually really cute. 
and they have this really big romantic kiss. And this is like their technically their second kiss, but it really feels like their first kiss. Mm-hmm. And the music like like not Annie swells, like a different music swells. And the next morning he wakes up, his shirt is off, and it's like, Where's Kat? Like, did she leave him? No, she's she walks in, she's like wearing his shirt like oversized, you know, and she's like eating an apple. And he's like, Oh, for a second there, like I thought you left me and I was like, Oh my god, like rock stars, I know they move on fast, but I didn't think that and he's like rambling and she just like puts the apple in his mouth to shut him up. And then she <laughs> answers her phone and she rearranges her day to hang out with him more. Um, and it's so cute. So we get like cute, 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 cute. And then, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. And then we cut to Jimmy Fallon in his green room, like, angrily looking at, like, Kat's social media. Basically, like, why isn't she updated today? How, are we about to find today? out that Jimmy Fallon is one of her ex-husbands? <laughs> that would be amazing, but no, I should not <laughs> put that in there. Basically, the two of them, cuts back to them having their little cute, cute, cute... Um, they make a little challenge for each other. We're basically like, Owen Wilson gets to talking about his mom again, right? Cause she sees a picture of like him and his mom in front of like a Ferris wheel. Um, and he's like, oh yeah, me and my mom used to call that like the wishing wheel. We'd like go on there together. And when we were at the top, we'd make a wish. And it was cute. She's like, that's really cute. She's like, would your mom like me? And she's like, he's like, no. And she's like, what? And she, he's like, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. She'd love you. Except I think maybe, you know, she's a very like self-made woman like i don't know if she like how you're so like reliant on other people and she's like what do you mean like i do so much in a day and he's like yeah but you're never alone and she's like okay i can go be alone right now and he's no he's like no i don't mean that like (laughs) don't don't leave um and he's like she's like just kidding babe i was just kidding she's like i get it like i'll i'll try to be without social media i'll try to she's like you're challenging me i see I'll go without social media. I'll go without all my assistants. Um, but only if you start using social media and see what it's like and see why I like it. So it's like a cute little challenge moment. That's like a little switcheroo. Yeah. So like they go to her little beach house and she can't get in because she doesn't know how to get into her own house, but she can't call her assistants. So she literally just like shatters the giant glass like window. Like it's huge. Oh yeah. And They go inside, and they're sitting there, and they're clicking random buttons to try to, like, turn on the lights, and she randomly, like, turns on the little fireplace, and Owen Wilson is like, well, that's good, because that'll warm us up from the breeze coming in from the window you just shattered, so perfect. Mm -hmm. She tries to make a smoothie um, on her own, and she forgets to put the cap on, so it sprays food everywhere. Um, then we cut to school where Owen Wilson has just made his like first Instagram. Like he hasn't posted anything yet and he already has like 5,000 followers. And one of his students goes, now you need a web page. And he turns the computer. I just made you one on (laughs) Wix.com. It was like, it was like, what? (laughs) Oh, we love a good random ad. Um, and then it's Owen Wilson's birthday and they're riding in a car together in the back of the car and she's like, I got you a birthday gift. And he's like, hmm, last birthday I went to a math conference in the Poconos. And she's like, oh, so I have to live up to that. <laughs> and he opens up the gift. And it's a blindfold. And he's like, oh, I didn't know you were into this. Like, I knew oh, he was going to be joke. <laughs> and then she's like, shut up. And she blindfolds him. And she walks him out of the car. And she's brought him to the carnival he used to always go with, with his mom. 
and it all he, she takes off the blindfold and it all starts to light up and he's literally like he looks like he's about to cry he's like shocked it's so cute and there's the the ferris wheel and they go on the ferris wheel and she's like he's he's like make a wish and she closes her eyes she makes a wish and then she goes okay your turn you make a wish and then he goes i already got it Aww. it already came true <laughs> And I'm like, that's so cute. What little cuties. And then there's like a montage of like her practicing for the, like his students practicing for the math lawn, but she's like teaching them dance moves basically. (laughs) Um, And Lou is finally able to answer the problems now that she's learning the whole like dance technique and everything's going so good. And then Bastion storms in and Joe Sog comes in and is like, I'm sorry, he insisted on coming in, which I'm like, Dude, this is your one job. This is your this job. <laughs> it's literally like, he insisted? Okay. He insisted. Whatever. So, essentially, J-Lo, um, Bastian came because she wasn't answering her phone because no phones are allowed in school. And he's like, listen, Cap Velas, you got nominated for a Webby for Marry Me. Like, you finally got an award. My, my concert's on Friday, and you're going to get loads of exposure so you can get more votes. So... And, and also, we could perform the song together because we never actually performed it live. And she's, like, reluctant. But, like, remember her big thing about, like, she's never won an award before, yeah. you know? And she calls him, um, she, like, calls him a pet name. She calls him, like, my beloved. Um, and that Wilson, like, is mad. Do you know exactly, like, is it a pet name in Spanish? No. Oh, okay. She, like, physically says out my beloved. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I don't think that's true. <laughs> it's not true. No. No, I could see um, her ca- accidentally calling him something in Spanish, like mi amor or something like that, but. No. My she beloved, him, bruh. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to think of something ridiculous. She calls him Sebastian. Oh, instead of Bastion? Yeah, Sebastian. And Owen Wilson is like Sebastian. And she's like, what? It's his name. And he's like, yeah, but you didn't have to say it like that, man. Bruh. Like, he's like, I'm not trying to make this a thing, but this is literally the song you were going to get married to, and you're going to sing it with the guy you were going to get married to. And she's like, you can come. And she's like, you know like how important this is to me. And he's like, you're right, I'm being a jerk. I'm sorry. But you know that award shows are bullshit, and like you don't need them to tell you how good you are. Just do me a favor and don't say Sebastian. <laughs> and she's like, okay. <laughs> and she gets whisked away by her publicity team. I can literally hear Owen Wilson say, do me a favor and don't say Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> literally. So now it's Owen Wilson brooding outside with Tank. And Lou comes out and is like, are you afraid that she's going to fall back in love with Bastion and dump you? And he's like, no. And she's like, yeah, I'd be afraid of that too. Um, and then they watch the live stream of the performance and it's like cute or whatever. And we hear Marry Me the full song for the first time. Cute or whatever. Whatever. And Owen Wilson's at home watching the live stream with Parker and the, the thing ends and he's, Parker's like, go get her, you idiot. Like go to the after party, like go find her. Like, don't just let this random dude take your girl. He's not? taking what like but is he's not taking her they're just no he's literally not (laughs) except so they go he goes he sneaks into the after party and like j-lo's really happy to see him and they have this cute conversation where he's like yeah i watched it you were great whatever and 
um, Bastian's performing a song in Spanish that basically is like second chances. Oh <laughs> like, my god. Give me a chance. And Owen Wilson's like, I know that. That's second chances. Like, that's what he's saying in Spanish. I'm not dumb. Like, maybe that's best for you. Like, I don't belong in this world. Like, <gasps> what a little bit. I hate it when they do that shit. Like, oh my. Have you seen The Prince and Me? <laughs> No. Oh, well, <laughs> we might do that. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But he's like, listen, like, you so clearly belong here. Like, you look so happy here. And this is just not me. And then they start calling for her to, like, do, like, a big, like, cheers, you know, for whatever. They're going to, like, cheers to Kat and Bastian. And, and she's like, no, like, are you breaking up with me? And he's like, just go, just go, like, do your cheers. They're calling for you. And she's just like, no, go. like, tell me. Like, tell me. And he's like, no, it's fine. Like, we could talk later. And she goes, and she goes up, and she, like, cheers, and then she looks back, and he's gone. He disappeared. Oh, my God. Um, and then she goes home, and she writes a, a sad song about how much she always loved him, and it's really beautiful, and it starts climbing the charts, right? And um, the next scene is Joe Sugg finds Owen Wilson on the streets and is like, let me pay you. Here's a check for a bunch of money. And he's like, I don't want your money, dude. And he's like, listen, for the prenup to be binding, I need to give you this money. <laughs> and he's like, listen, like, I don't want a reminder of this. I don't, I wasn't in it for the money. I don't know who, like, that's not who I am. Mm-hmm. And he, Joe Sugg's like, you know, they're not together, right? Oh like, my God. Shut the fuck up, Joe Sugg. <laughs> Literally. You don't know and what they've Owen, been through. <laughs> Owen Wilson's like, listen, like, I just can't get away from her. Like, she's everywhere. She's in the Vitamix ads on the side of the shops. Like, I can't. Is it actually I, Vitamix, I, too? I feel like that's also a lie. No, it literally is Vitamix. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> and he goes, like, listen, like, to Joe Sog. He's like, listen, can you just be there for her when she figures it all out? Because she's going to need someone to be there. Damn. So he's basically like, I want her to figure it out because... Whatever. And then, Owen Wilson's at home watching TV with Lou, and we see on the TV, Kat is gonna be on Jimmy Fallon tomorrow. Oh, she is. Uh-oh. And we cut to J-Lo, and J-Lo's watching herself, um, watching clips of herself, like, the clip of her kissing Owen Wilson on stage. <laughs> like, she's clearly <laughs> Just on sad. repeat. Gif it. And, and she, she's, like, watching it, and she gets a text message from Bastion that's, like, dinner tomorrow after Fallon. <gasps> Um, so, not only is she going on Jimmy Fallon tomorrow, the Mathalon is also tomorrow. The Mathalon! The Mathalon in Peoria, so it's a bus ride away. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness. And (laughs) basically, Parker, like, Instagram lives and, like, getting on the bus, and everyone in the comments is like, we stand Charlie, you know? (laughs) And, okay, cut to backstage to Jimmy Fallon. Kat is getting mic'd up. The mic person, the person micing her up, is literally Jamila Jamil, like, of The Good Place. No, it is not. Yes, it's it not is. Jamila. It is, actually. It's Jamila! I love her so much. And she's, like, asking Kat about Charlie. She's like, I really, like, really shipped you and, and Charlie. I don't know if she's a ship, but she's like, I really was rooting for you and Charlie to be together. Like, you know, I messaged him about his, like, good luck on his mathalon tomorrow. Like, he, or his mathalon tonight. Like, uh, he didn't respond to me, but, and she's like... The Mathalons tonight? Hmm. And Jamila Jamil's like, yeah. And then Bastion goes up to get to get mic'd, and he's, like, flirting with Jamila Jamil, and it's like, okay. So then we're on stage with Jimmy Fallon. 
tell me how this is Jimmy Fallon's literal job to do this every night, and he's the worst actor in on the stage. Like, oh God. <laughs> um, so basically, the straw that breaks the camel's back is that he is like, like Bastion. You wrote Second Chances for Cat, and or whatever that song is called. And he's like, Cat, you wrote that super romantic song, the one that she wrote for Charlie. He's like, Cat, you wrote that for Bastion. Like, just get together already. Mm-hmm. And, and then it cuts to commercial break. And she sits there and she's like, close-up shot of her. In the background, out of focus, Jimmy Fallon, like, just acting so hard, like, trying to keep a straight face. I don't even know what's going on. Um, and she has epiphany and she's like, I didn't write that song for Bastion. This is an inopportune time. She literally says, I'm sorry, Jimmy. This is an inopportune time to have an epitome. Epiphany. Epiphany. I wrote wrote epitome, even though I think I tried to write epiphany, but it (laughs) autocorrected. Like, what? Um, And she realizes, obviously, she doesn't love Bastion. She loves Charlie. And so she storms out of Fallon on a commercial break. Everyone is gasping. And Jimmy Fallon goes, so I'm guessing no romantic duet. And he literally gets so angry and he, like, slams on his desk. No, he doesn't. You said he doesn't slam his desk once. Well, he doesn't slam his desk laughing, is what I said. He doesn't slam his desk either, though. Okay, he doesn't slam his desk either. You got me there. But he does Fucking say, so thought. I'm guessing no romantic duet. Um, so she runs to the airport, and of course there are no flights, but if somehow Josel gets her a flight and gives her some money and says, go find your answer. She's literally flying coats, and she goes like, I'd like to buy champagne and caviar for the whole flight, and the, the flight attendant's like, I'm sorry, we only have ham wraps, cheese cubes, and Michelob Ultra. And she's like, okay, I love Michelob wraps. Ultra, so did they actually say that? Yes, they did. And then she That's goes, okay. so specific! <laughs> she goes, okay, ham wraps and Michelob Ultra for the whole flight. And then there's a voice from, like, stage left that goes, what about the cheese cubes? And she goes, and oh the cheese cubes. Oh, my God. <laughs> so she gets to the airport. She's like, I don't know, my phone's dead, blah, blah, blah. And Parker meets her there, right? She's like, mm-hmm, Joe mm-hmm. Sog called me. I mean, whatever his name is. I don't even remember at this point. Um, and she goes, wait. Cat Valdez. Charlie is not good with this back and forth, so i got to ask you. Is this for real? And Cat Valdez goes, well, I walked out on Fallon, so... <laughs> walked you out on Fallon. That's fair. Though, she did hate Fallon, so... Mm-hmm. Not like she didn't want to not be it. Yeah, she wanted to, like, prove herself to Fallon, though, so I think it's kind of a big deal that she walked out, you know? That's fair, that's fair, that's fair. Um, so, basically, they can't get an Uber that will be get there fast enough, so they oh hijack God. an airport shuttle bus to drive to the Mathalon. Um... And they get there in time, and we cut to the Mathalon. Basically, the Mathalon, the drama that's happening there, is last year's reigning champions, who are, like, all jerks, and the teacher is, like, a jerk. Um, And the Pythons are, like, tied for winner, and this is, like, the tiebreaker. But it has to be Lou, who's the tiebreaker, for whatever reason, for the story. You know, I don't know. Um, And the uh, the team and the teacher, they're all making fun of her for, like, choking on stage, because she's done it before. Basically, Owen Wilson gets the whole team together. He's like, we're gonna, we're gonna show them what the Pythons are all about. And everyone, like, hisses and gurs and, like, is all happy. And then it cuts to Lou, like, up there. She gets her math problem. And she starts to choke. Like, she is stalling and she can't answer. And she's really scared seeing the crowd. And we cut to J-Lo, who's running through the school halls, like, trying to find the room. Um, we see, like... This comes back later. We see, like, posters, like, sign-up posters on the wall for, like, random things. 
then we cut back and Owen Wilson is trying to get Lou's attention and, and, and starts doing like, you know how like dance moms will like be in the audience, like doing the dance moves. Mm-hmm. Like he starts doing that to like remind her to dance. So he's like fully just like dancing. Oh, hell like, yeah. <laughs> and the other team captain, the other teachers, like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm dancing, obviously. Um, J-Lo walks in on them, but they don't see J-Lo, right? Mm-hmm. Lou starts dancing and it's this big moment and she finally gets the answer right but it's right as the buzzer happens so technically they don't get the point they don't get the point and she starts crying she's like i let everyone down that's not nice i know she starts crying and she's like i let everyone down and owen wilson's like listen we're all so proud of you like i'm so proud of you you got it right and you also you got up there and you did it and you were great and he's like you should be crying for the dancing that i was doing he tries to like make it a joke and then you hear from this, the corner of the screen, you were amazing, Lou. And it's J-Lo. It's Kat <gasps> Valdez. And she's here. And she has two, two of the random sign-up sheets from the hallway of the school. Oh, nice. And she turns... No, before she turns, the Owen Wilson goes, what if we're just too different? And she goes, what if we're not? And she turns the first sign... In the back, she's written, marry me. And then she gets handed the other sign from Parker, and she turns it, and it says, again. And there's, like, a big pause, and all the kids are like, aw. And she, and J-Lo Mal's like, I love you. And everyone's like, come on, come on. And and Lou is like, dad. (laughs) Dad. And there's a pause. And then Owen Wilson goes, and he embraces her. And they, I think I just hit my mic during that, but I don't care (laughs) because I'm passionate. And they kiss. Hot. And it, <laughs> oh, it's cute. It's it's romantic. I don't. I wouldn't necessarily be like hot. I don't know. <laughs> and then we get the ending montage. So we get the this Glee Club rendition again. An everlasting of love. Sorry, it's probably just gonna be marry me. Marry no, me. <laughs> it's gonna be the Glee Club edition of marry me. Oh, again. the Glee Club. See, I was so into my own joke that I totally just didn't hear what you said. That makes more sense. Yeah, and then there's, like, a credit montage of their lives together now, like, her teaching the dance in the math club, and being at her, like, recording studio, and you know what? She was wearing a feather boa, so you know what? You were right. Um, no, she fucking wasn't! Shut the fuck up! For context, before we started recording, Alexia went, what did you even say? You were like, I don't have a feather boa, okay, and I was like, so, why the hell would you have a feather boa? So, apparently, I don't know, I don't know where I heard this, it might have been in the comment sections of the video of um the video where they were talking about the like the behind the scenes of recording the theme song for critical role like not for the show for the for the D &D, like live shows and in one of the clips uh ashley johnson is wearing a feather boa while she's recording her music thing. And I was like, that's weird. Why is she wearing a boa? I guess she's just fabulous. But I went into the comments and I feel like I saw somebody comment that the reason why she was wearing a feather boa is because it was like an old school trick to like reduce some like whatever interference bullshit you would like wear a feather boa like in the recording studio. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And so I, we were talking about, oh, I don't know what mics we use. I can't plug in, like, the good mic that I had or whatever bullshit. And I was like, yeah, I have a sock on my microphone right now because that's what we usually do. That's another fun little trick, apparently. I don't know how, I don't know the secrets to the work scene. I don't know the inner machinations of that. But either way, I also have, I had a lay right next to me. 
And I was like, I don't have a feather boa, but I have a lei. Do you think that'll work the same way? Thinking maybe everyone just knows this obscure fact that I myself <laughs> didn't even know until like a few months ago. And I was like, what What are you talking about at all? So, <laughs> Which is why I okay, knew that, that that part was definitely a lie. She's simply not wearing a feather boa. Yeah. Or she could have been, but I wasn't paying attention. Most likely not wearing a feather boa. Um, and, like, there's, like, a cute little scene at the very end where she's trying to feed, um, Tank the dog food, and she's, like, getting scared that he's gonna bite, but Owen Wilson's like, he doesn't even have teeth, and, like, it's cute. My dog doesn't have teeth. Is that another lie? <laughs> it's not a lie. That was in the movie. Okay, and then the end of the movie is the credits, and over the credits, there's, like, little, like, smartphone videos of, like, random couple, like, random, like, characters in the films that are now like in the film that are now couples mm. um and they talk about how they met so like for example it starts with jamila jamil and joe sugg their characters being like we met on the set of like i'm sorry Jimmy joe Su- and joe sugg in this scenario isn't gay no no that's false joe sugg is not then it's not joe sugg then the entire time you've been lying to me <laughs> i don't think Wait, is Joe Sugg even gay in real life? I don't know. I just don't know enough about Joe Maybe I'm being offensive. He just, when I look at Joe Sugg, I kind of assumed he was gay. (laughs) I have no clue. Um, Furthermore, I don't think Joe Sugg is in the movie anymore. Is Joe Sugg, was it actually Joe Sugg? Well, I almost got away with (laughs) it. It's not Joe Sugg. It wasn't Joe Sugg, it was... (laughs) John Bradley. He's in like um he's in like Game of Thrones. He's also in that new movie called Moonfall, if you've seen the trailer for that. He's like the lead in that. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh my god. No, he's fucking not. <laughs> what? There's no way. Oh my god, he is. No Sorry. Way, what? <laughs> Why is he in <laughs> like, so many movies this year? I don't know. It's not my I problem. mean, good for he's him. Like, good for Sam. He's getting a paycheck. It's Whatever. Sam Tarly. <laughs> Yeah. I know him. Anyway, so which of these couples are lies at the end? Because they talk about how they met, that Jamila Jamil and whatever his name is. I will believe Jamila Jamil. John Bradley are together and they met on, on, on Jimmy Fallon or whatever. The next two, the next pairing is Kat's assistant. Um, not the one that cheated on, that was part of the cheating on. Um, different assistant. And the opposing mathalon coach who was like really mean they're together false um that was true oh my god um (laughs) i mean i didn't know if they had literally any interaction so they didn't have any interaction awesome (laughs) sarah silverman is back with her ex-girlfriend that she was talking about the whole film Mm -hmm. um owen wilson and j-lo have a little moment where they're like Oh my god, where did we meet? We met at a concert. Ha 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 ha. Because technically they didn't meet at a concert, but like not like that. That's cute. Um, we get a clip of like Jimmy Fallon and his like IRL wife where they're like, oh, we met. I don't even remember what they said. Um, and then we get Bastion and the assistant that he cheated on her with. Oh my and god. Like, we met. <laughs> Whatever. I hope that that's um, not true. <laughs> yeah, that was not true. That was not true. That one's that. Right. That would be too much of a positive positive spin on that man's life. So as we're at the end of the movie, there's one last thing I must add. There's there's just one last thing oh, that no. I must add that I found out from the credits of the film the first time we watched it mm-hmm. that "Marry Me" 
is based on a manga slash comic <gasps> series. No! Do you want to call me on that? I believe you. Because it is entirely true. I believe that so much. Oh my god. Very chaotic, but it makes a lot of sense. I don't think it's really a manga. It's just like funny to say that. It's like a it's like a webcomic. That makes so much more sense now because the entire time I was watching the trailer, I was like, this literally sounds like a bullshit fucking webtooner mock. <laughs> Cause I read those so much. I love shitty rom-com things like as much as that like you know like all the quirky pick me tough girl whatever bullshit that my that my personality exudes sometimes i'm very soft i love rom-coms and romantic things and all that stuff and it's Mm -hmm. you'll see it because what we're what we're gonna talk about soon and that i all i do is watch romantic tv shows and stuff like that and i've read so many romance novels and so many romance webtoons and this sounded See, like I didn't even know this about you. I love romance so much. My entire bookshelf is filled with romance novels. Really? I love it That's so much. Very funny. Every single like I love Chinese dramas and Korean dramas and all of them. And there was this sounded like the plot of like a really cheesy Chinese drama. <laughs> So it's, like, adapted, because I only could read a couple panels with, without hitting a paywall. Mm-hmm. But, like, one of the panels was, like, him, for example, being at the concert with Parker. So Parker is a character, but he doesn't have a daughter. He doesn't seem to have a daughter in the comics. And the reason that Parker hands the sign over is because she's going to the bathroom. Like, it's, like, almost identical. Yeah. But it's not. No, but, like, the concept of them going to a concert and then people are getting married at the concert and all that stuff that sounds like the plot of and then they choose somebody else from the audience that sounds like the plot of a cheesy romance like eastern drama funny because that is kind of how movies get made nowadays like people will find ip that they want to sign and they want to see made into a movie they'll get a screenwriter to write it up so Mm -hmm. do you have any yeah you never know what the next big movie is going to be. I wonder if there are any fans of the Marry Me webcomic out there. Some OG hipster fans of Marry Me. I don't know. I cannot claim to be an OG hipster fan, but let me just tell you, I would have been. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is it for the movie. Um, let me see what lies you You mean missed. I didn't get every single one of them expertly? <laughs> well, you got Joe Sugg eventually. I... Look, the second then I started doubting all the other people, because I knew Sarah Silverman was in it because I saw the trailer, but... Yeah. Um, the second I, I started getting through hard. all of the other ones, I was like, there's... I feel like it's not Joe Sugg. <laughs> this feels yeah, wrong. But, like, <laughs> but I didn't want to say Jimmy, it, because I was like, I mean, it probably could. He looks like his name would be Colin, whatever, whatever. Yeah, you were really on that, so I was like, this was a good choice for me. I'm glad you didn't know Joe Sugg more, because I feel like if you did, you'd be like... Why? If I'd known him any better, I probably would have doubted it more. Like, because I didn't yeah, know you... if he had maybe a past acting career or anything, so I just kind of went along with it. But the second you said, and if Jamila Jamil and Joe Sugg do end up, not Joe Sugg, but the, the assistant or whatever he is, do end up together by the end, I would believe Sam Tarly over Joe Sugg any day. Joe okay. Sugg just seems too young to be paired with Jamila Jamil, first of all. Because I mean, Jamila Jamil, while not... doesn't appear old in any way, she definitely does. Joe Sugg's face still looks like he's like 18. I guess. He is a bit older now, but anyway, 
You got the iPhone game. You got Bill Hader. That one was a good one. Um, that one was a good one. That one almost got You got James me. Corden. You got Howie Mandel, but that didn't even count. You got the dog's name is not Alexia. Okay, here's another thing. Remember when I said there's just a bunch of dogs in every scene? There's just not. Was that a lie? Simply, that was just a lie. There's, like, not any dogs besides the dog that they have. I like it when there's a lot of so dogs. that was a lie. <laughs> How could you do this to me? Yeah. I'm sorry, I like it too. That's why I lied about it. Um, <laughs> you got the text uh, coming up of Donna the final day. That didn't happen. Um, you kind of got it, but you didn't actually call me on it. The damn Nikki, those bobbies. Yes, um, I was questioning Dan- that. I literally Dan put Nikki, it in my those... notes. Well, not that yeah, I have a lot a of lie. notes. I literally just wrote down "damn Nikki those bobbies." I was like, I don't know what that is. I don't think that's in it. <laughs> Dan, Dan Nikki. It's Dan Nikki. Oh, Dan Nikki. Yeah, you got the crypto NFT, new marry me crypto NFT. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, you actually got the Cat Valdez got married four times correct, but Ooh. Owen Wilson says. You've gotten married, like, seven times. She, she goes, excuse me, it's four. Well, she, she says, excuse me, it's three, not including this one. Uh, okay. Um, oh, lie you didn't catch. They're not listening to Annie's Tomorrow in their romantic scene. Oh, I thought that would be, like, a cute thing. You know, like, in some Adam they're, Sandler movies, they have, like, some random bullshit like that. And, like, blended. Their, their whole song is somewhere over the rainbow. They're listening to Camelot, like a romantic song from the musical Camelot that makes a lot more sense. Oh, okay, interesting. I should have picked... I, I was trying to find the balance of, like, picking a musical theater song that, like, was realistic, that you wouldn't just call me out right away, but also just wouldn't fit the scene. So maybe I didn't go far enough with Tomorrow, but I feel like Annie's singing, like tomorrow tomorrow i guess i didn't really think about it being playing over the romantic scene i kind of thought it was just setting the scene for them initially Mm. um also jimmy fallon very much is the antagonist in this film and he does come up a lot but i did lie about one of the times he does not sit in his green room like angrily scrolling his phone looking at cat's instagram (laughs) Doesn't do that. Okay. Um, I guess she that doesn't makes sense. get. She doesn't get nominated for a Webby. She gets nominated for a Grammy. I didn't. I don't know, man. I didn't. Like, those types <laughs> of things, I always get confused of whether or not they're gonna go real or fake. It really just slid right past me because I've seen too many movies that like don't have the rights to a lot of things. Yeah. No, this movie's. If it has anything, it has the rights. <laughs> it has the audacity. Um, <laughs> so at the end of the movie, they don't show Sarah Silverman and her OG ex girlfriend, and they don't show Jimmy Fallon and his wife. Aww. But they do. They do show like Jamila Jamal. They show Kat's assistant with the math coach or whatever. And then they show a bunch of like random couples that are just like people in the real world. And it's, like, really confusing for your second because you're like, wait, are those characters I'm supposed to recognize? And then you're like, no, these are just, like, real couples of people they must have just had, like, send in and you might be and marry me, you know? Interesting. It's very confusing. But, yeah, that's it. And it is based on a webcomic, so that was the truth. That's so, Um, that's so cute, though. I love that. Yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. I highly recommend it. I honestly think even though I was pretty detailed, you'd still probably get a lot out of it if you were to watch it just because... It's so cute. It's so sweet. It's kind of awful. It's kind of schlocky. More than kind of, actually. But it's beautiful. Yeah, it's And you know what cute. my friends did? What? I didn't get to go with them. But on Valentine's Day, they went to go see Marry Me on theaters. And 
they wore, each of them in the group wore a shirt that had M-A-R-R-Y-M-E. And then they staged a fake proposal (gasps) in the movie theater lobby. How naughty. People thought it was real. Yeah, it was pretty fun, though. That is really fun. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else you'd like to add, Luxia? Uh, I don't know. Well, I think that's it then. <laughs> I think that's Go watch it. Marry Me. I'm gonna go watch Marry, marry Me. me I literally me, waited because yes. so I was like, marry wait, don't watch me, it yet. Marry me, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so... You should make that our it, outro unless that's gonna get us copyright striked. Honestly, I don't think that exists in podcasts. You know, as much as we were on about that before. <laughs> People play music and podcasts all the time. We should just do it. And then if they come for us, like, whatever. Sponsor us, marry me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, I do want to say a thank you to, I think it's Anchor. uh, Not that we have a sponsor, but, like, back when we used to do this podcast before, a week ago, um, when we were still in 2017, like we are right now, I used to have to pay, like, $20 a month or something stupid to SoundCloud to, like, host it. And Anchor, literally, in this modern era, is letting us, it lets people just host podcasts for absolutely free. So if you're looking to start a podcast, you should use Anchor, maybe. I hope they haven't done anything awful uh, if I'm endorsing them, but (laughs) yeah. Also, thank you to Pukatori and Friends by Kevin McLeod. Well, I guess thank you to Kevin McLeod for making the song Pukatori and Friends. I'm a little proud of this. Kevin McLeod, I think. It's probably McLeod. I just, it looks, it's not spelled like cloud. And therefore does not exist. Well, you know what? A lot of words aren't spelled like other words. That's fair. And they still sound Epitome is spelled epitome. (laughs) Yeah, I know, because I wrote that instead of um, (laughs) epiphany. So I saw that on my paper. Um, Okay, anything else you want to say, Alexia? Anything important? Anything crucial that we have to end the podcast with? <laughs> I mean, if I'm picking up what you're putting down, if I'm smelling what you're stepping in, I think all there I mean, is left to smelling. say is Colin, Colin Joe's, you, you know, know what you, you did. did. <laughs> Alright, that's it. Goodbye! <laughs> Never seen forever. I never seen forever in the wild.